With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's last-ditch plan to keep the government temporarily open has collapsed. Friday's vote a day before the deadline makes a government shutdown at midnight tonight almost inevitable unless lawmakers can surprise people and come up with a compromise before the midnight deadline. That's when the shutdown would officially kick in if it does come tonight. More on these stories at srnnews.com. Now, back to Mid-South Gardening on the Mighty 990 and 107.9 FM, KWAM. Welcome back, gardeners. We are here to help you with your gardening, and y'all help us sometimes, too. We'd love to hear your comments, love to hear what's going on in your garden. You can call us, 901-260-5926. You can post a question on... The Mighty 990 Facebook page, Mid-South Gardening, anytime you want. We had and David hang on just a second from California calling in. Ben Dieter, our KWAM News anchor, said, Good morning, guys. Show is sounding good. So, morning, Ben. Morning, Ben. Hey, good ben. morning to you, buddy. Are you still visiting Ben every week? No, I haven't been out in a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. He fired me, too. So. Yeah, so he hasn't got me coming out there either. He hasn't called you, no. Kenneth, nor you. His chance of getting Kenneth down there. Really <laughs> well, his way. Ben, we love you. we got to harass Y'all you now. On so, ben. so, Jim, who's going to go this week, me or you, since we harassed <laughs> you? <are. laughs> we should go together. Okay, let's go to David. Let's go to California. Good morning, David. You're in the Mid-South Garden. Hey, morning, all. Uh, Yeah, I I, um, I heard you talking companion gardening there, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I was kind of surprised. It's always a good idea to do companion gardening, but you really don't even want to plant in a single row? (laughs) Plant in a single, you know, I know planting in a single Mm -hmm. row is how we've always gardened. Mm -hmm. And when we started doing these box gardens, square gardens, all of that, I was really disappointed because that's just not natural. You plant in a row, bottom line. But now as time's progressed, I'm liking these little box gardens. It's easier. You More people can garden. Yeah, I mean, and people, of course, typically plant in a straight line. Now, the line mm-hmm. can have curves in it, okay, but they're still <laughs> planting, you know, in a straight line. Mm-hmm. And, David, we were talking about one thing in particular is, you know, for example, if you've got a a, a wide backyard here in the Mid-South area, and you're planting, you know, a tree or a shrub out there. A lot of times we'll start at the left of the property and plant the same thing all the way down until we get to the end of the right side of the property. Oh, I was on the wrong topic. We're well, talking about trees and shrubs, and I'm talking about vegetables. Well, both. But, I mean, but <laughs> in, in like we're saying, if something comes through and affects whatever you've got planted back there, then you have a chance of losing everything mm-hmm. that's back there. So I, like you, David... I like to see groups of plantings of different things going from the left to the right, not just the same plant all the way through. Sure. Hey, well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, this woman I knew had a, a real nice planter box, but it was on wheels, you mm-hmm. know, casters. And her front driveway was, you know, like one of those flat ones that comes straight off the street, goes mm-hmm. back, and it's double wide. Right. And she would wheel her tomatoes around to catch the sun, according, you know, early mm-hmm. dawn, you know, she'd do it one way. <laughs> and you could imagine, uh, you know, you could like have five or ten planter boxes on wheels mm-hmm. and you know you could 
kind of play a game of checkers all day long. You really could, yeah. And I know a lot of people here in Memphis that do that on a mm-hmm. smaller scale. They're not on wheels, but they're in small enough pots where they actually move the yeah, pots around, that's what David. I do on my patio. So you're yeah. talking about a gardener that wants something. Those are the ones, because they don't naturally get enough sh- uh, sun in one area. So they're moving these pots around during the day. They're just following the suns all they're doing. Yeah, she had a big old hedge on one side, and then, uh, yeah, and then she had it open on the other side. But so she'd never catch the morning sun, but her tomatoes would. And uh, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think of oh, the other thing I was going to raise. Um, you know this government shutdown. Well, the, the last time they did one of those, uh, there was a lot of midnight dumping of hazardous wastes. Not good. Yeah, big polluters. Boy, they love a government shutdown because there's no inspectors. Mm. And uh, and so I'm just, you know, the the audience, uh, keep your eyes open. Uh, you know, you don't want to find out that your land has already, you know, become a love canal or something. I've never, you know, I never ever thought of that. But you're right. I mean, you know, if there's evil to be done, they're going to find a way to do it. And especially if you don't have, you now, know. Are you talking about the government or when they're working or not working? Well, <laughs> I'm a little confused here. Because it can happen both ways. Yeah, but you don't want the, uh, you know, the fox guarding the hen house. I hear where you're coming from, Dave. Uh, well, you know, there's different things. I mean, like the same thing happened with the bank examiners. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of bank fraud when there was uh, the government was shut down. There were like, say, like somebody's building a highway. If they, uh, the contractor doesn't have somebody in there with a ruler every day to make sure that they really pay, you know, dropped in a foot and a quarter of of concrete, right. and they shaved it off by a, two inches, they right. could make millions of dollars, right. and the taxpayer would have a more faulty road. So, you know, the government inspectors, not everybody's a crook. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, uh, does, does the water company uh, really... David, and, and I, I think know. somebody might be listening mm-hmm. going, hmm, that is an idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that too. Thanks well, for the idea. <laughs> if you think about the taxes, are a big old pot of money that we, the people, get to spend on ourselves. Right. We get to buy ourselves something good. So we can buy ourselves a county hospital. We can buy ourselves a university. We right. can buy ourselves uh, good schools and parks and uh, right. freshwater systems and all these other things. Right. And the scammers, on the other hand, and this goes all the way back to the old kings. You know, he what was at uh, Robin Hood. He was fighting the, uh, uh, was it the uh, sheriff of Nottingham? Yes. Just a dirty cop that was stealing from everybody. He'd send out his troopers by night to just grab stuff and haul it home. And unfortunately, there's always going to be people like that out there, you know? So yeah, that's why you get layers of protection. It's funny, I was listening to a Texas show not too long ago. You remember they've had terrible weather down there, like yeah. freezes and <laughs> heat spells and all this stuff. So under normal circumstances, electricity is at a real premium down there, like the air conditioning mm-hmm. bills of people this last summer, up to a thousand bucks a month. Mm. And, uh, you know, if it was 109 for 60 days straight, uh, they're, they're paying crazy money. Now, they made a law in Texas that they can't buy electricity from any other state. They can't buy it from Oklahoma. They can't buy electricity from Louisiana or New mm. Mexico. Well, back and, to 
Well, you know, this is a good reason to start planting trees. I mean, that's another thing we're going to have to do. Yeah, but that's some crazy stuff going on, I'm telling you. I mean, it always, you know, there's always people out there that have crazy ideas, no doubt about it. All right. Well, thanks for the call, David. David, we love you, buddy. We appreciate you getting up. We know it's early in California. But David's talking about companion planting also. See, I always think that is a good idea. Mm -hmm. Instead of having just... And I say this because I'm guilty of this also. Yep. Instead of having just that <laughs> yeah. same underlying exclamation point. Right, I know, right. Jim, but instead <laughs> of just having that same plant go all the way down. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I'm doing like a holly, I'm going to have the same plant going all the way down. I don't care because yeah. that's what I want back there. But if I'm doing individual upright plantings, mm-hmm. then I'm going to have different things going on instead of just having the same thing one yeah. after the other. I know, and then I was thinking even deeper into it. So, like, uh, because the one in the middle dies, as Jim's saying, which is true. So, first I was saying, oh, we'll plant, like, four pine trees together and then do four arborvitas and then do four viburnums or something. Three or five. Right. Yeah. And I'm on uh, the four. there, Miss Beta. Right. So, but then you've got this almost the same situation where those four would die in the middle and you would still have a big blank space. So you need to even bring it down a little more into little micro environments mm-hmm. along the back fence. But but ultimately, it comes down so. to a matter of preference. I mean, people yeah. are going to do what they like, and I know, and I have no problem like, with and that. And I'm saying I know we want to <clears throat> do what we like, but sometimes we have to think of think a little bit farther past what we like with the balancing and making garden easier as we go down the road. Yeah, I'm going to do things I like too, but really. A lot of us are thinking in the garden industry or gardeners of more into how can I add more into the environment instead of making it just a single monoculture yard. <laughs> so a lot of people are thinking more like that. And then when you when you realize other reasons to do things, then you start liking I'm that all, type of And look. I'm all for it, except when you start messing with the grass. You know, a lot of people say, well, I don't want grass. I just want wildflowers mm-hmm. out there. Where in my mind, I'm saying, you just want weeds out there that yeah. bloom, okay? No, we can't go for that, Mr. Jim and Miss Veda. We can go <laughs> for shrubs and trees and have a, a, a lot of different variations of those, okay? But when somebody says, I want wildflowers as my yard, that's where we got to draw the line. I was looking at um, in my some, opinion. oh, um, you're just so trying to get me to say, <laughs> right, <laughs> you're just trying to get me to say, but you know, the, I, I, when you talk about lawns and I think about golf courses and all the lawn they have too, but I was looking at old videos or old shows about when way back when there was the golfing just started and there wasn't pristine plush lawns, you know, to play golf on. And was it a, a marketing thing? Yeah, golf. Was yeah. it a marketing thing to get the plush green grass? I mean, I know it probably makes the ball run smoother or or anything, but why do we have huge acreage of beautiful grass that we spend a lot of time and money on to fix? What was the reason that we did that, I wonder? Well, but if you ever, during the Masters, I mean, or any of these, you know, a lot of these major events Mm -hmm. in golf, I mean, if you look on TV, and I always think of Augusta, how beautiful it is. Well, because also these pro golfers are, they want, you know, this nice, beautiful 
even grass every time they hit a golf ball. Oh, so they want to make it easier on them. Less <clears throat> challenging. Less challenging if you've got a per- perfect course. I mean, it's like, you know, playing tennis with a, a warped tennis ball. You don't want that. Yeah. Or a warped, you know, a racket. No, mm-hmm. they want it to be pristine out there and the grass to be perfect and the greens to be perfect. And, you know, also I like it, too, because it's absolutely beautiful. All right, Jim, take us out. What do you think about that, Jim? Beautiful golf courses. Well, you know, when I look in my garden, what I think of is beautiful or flowers. Mm. Turf is a necessary evil. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had we had turf at my house because my wife said we were going to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. like Jim because if he didn't. If he didn't have to have one square foot of yard, there would not, he wouldn't right. of grass. Yeah, like flowers. Okay, we're going to go to a break, y'all. Give us a call, yeah. 901-260-5926. <laughs>